Welcome to You Hate to Hear It, where each week we pick apart a song. At the end, we'll each give our judgment and decide if this song truly deserves our vitriol or if we're just being mean. I am Andrew. I'm Brian. And I'm Ryan. Good evening, fellas. How you guys doing? Hey, good, good, good. Oh, that's that's good to hear, man. Hell yeah. You doing good? That's great. Keeping busy. Love it. Excellent. Where'd your background go, Ryan? Ryan had a really sweet background going on for a minute there. That was very apropos for tonight. And all of a sudden it's oh, gone. Yeah, no, I, you know why it's gone. But uh, I, I had just put that into stable diffusion that I have on my computer. And I just typed in uh, plate of waffles from the Waffle House with berries, syrup, and powdered sugar in the face <laughs> of the Jonas Brothers. It didn't do the last part very well. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and 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 for for this sound because this is a, a, a audio medium, I'll just say there was hot, fluffy waffles dripping with syrup, dripping down, sweating steam, dripping down into the face of the ugliest Jonas brother. <laughs> <laughs> but the chatbot got it wrong, and the waffle syrup went into Joni Mitchell's eye. <laughs> that sounds like a new fever dream you had. Is Joni Mitchell one of the Jonas Brothers? I guess we haven't even said what song we're going to do yet. But guys, I, I know that no one likes to do the BS session anymore, but if we could just spare a little bit of time. I was at the zoo with my son the other day. And I had a, uh, uh, I, I had just you know a little bit of an elephant ear left over, so I reached over into the chimpanzee pen, and then the chimpanzee grabbed my arm and started. Okay, so that's about as much time as we have tonight for uh, the BS session. Thanks so much for that, Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want anything that can use be evidence, you know, in the future. So. Uh, All right, let's talk about the song. You're right, you're right. Let's just get right to it. (laughs) All right, so tonight um, we are going to be talking about the latest hit from one of Disney's truly best bands that they've ever made. And that is correct. We are talking about Waffle House by the Jonas Brothers. I mean, you said that in a way that was sounded a little sarcastic, but I think that they are the best thing, the best Disney band, unless you count like the time that like, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck like played uh, a banjo with a bunch of flowers in a park and were like <laughs> bouncing up and down. I mean, like the, this 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 band is like this this is their one of their best most long lasting and also I don't know, most thoughtful bands. Couldn't you say Miley Cyrus might be a contender though? Yeah, I, I would actually put her above the Jonas well, then again, Miley can't play the guitar like the Jonas Brothers can, so it's, She's, a, to- it's a toss up. Yeah, I, I I would say, and also I'm not really I'm not such a Miley stan, although I definitely have my respect for Miley has gone up over the years. Because as soon as you get naked and ride at like a big giant wrecking ball in a music video, I'm like, yes, that is. That's what I would do if I was you. I would just be going for it. And so that's great. <laughs> and so until we have Nick, Joe, and Kevin getting naked and riding pieces of industrial machinery. Riding waffles. <laughs> can they can they get naked and ride waffles, please? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they sell those waffles on eBay <laughs> to become even richer. Oh, yeah, as soon as they go on tour with the Flaming Lips, I might give them uh, the number one seed. But until Mm -hmm. then, Miley might have it for me. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And I mean, I've got some, I actually have a couple others. You know, I don't think that Justin Timberlake is 
the worst. I think he's like a pretty decent performer and actually like kind of an okay actor. And he's gone on to do some things that I would say are, are, are fine with me. And so, you know, aside from like the sync, the early days. And I mean, and I guess that that's kind of where, you know, I think we can kind of start talking about this too, is like the Jonas brothers are a boy band, whatever other label they try and put on them. Like this is a fucking boy band. I don't, I don't really care which way you slice it. Especially I went and watched a little bit of like live performance and stuff. And I mean, at least when they perform Waffle House on SNL, if you can't tell by now, SNL is a major marker for me for musical prowess. Um, <laughs> you you but, you just tune into SNL and you're like, what's the next slice of crap that they're yeah. going to cut off for me? <laughs> feed me, Lauren, feed me. <laughs> when you go watch this performance on SNL, like only Kevin is playing a guitar. And like, is he really playing a guitar? I'm pretty yes. sure. No, they are. I, I, I they, actually went back and saw their earliest videos where they were a power pop band and they're all rocking the Gibson Les Pauls playing their hearts out. And it kind of impressed me, to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah I, like, you just go like computer, enhance, go to fingers. Are they really playing? And yeah, they totally are. Like I watched a couple live performances too from that era, Ryan. They're absolutely like, do, do they're, they're playing. I mean, they're not shredding. They're not blowing no. me away, but they're they're playing their own instruments. And also on their uh, live with Taylor Swift, uh, one of the greatest, one of the great pop 2000 and late live concert videos, which is the Jonas Brothers and Taylor Swift playing one of her classic songs all together. And they're absolutely grooving and rocking. And everybody is literally actually playing their instruments. And you can kind of tell. Sweet. It's still participation trophy kind of shit, but you know, good for them. Yeah. They're doing yeah. it. Yeah, they're doing it. I mean, it, the old stuff, I don't doubt. Absolutely. Like they they were playing their instruments and everything. I'm just saying, like, these days, like there were 20 people on the stage for the SNL performance. And <laughs> like <laughs> Nick and Joe were just singing. And, that's the old yeah, that's yeah. that's the old like try to catch who's actually playing their guitar and who's just holding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. And they, I mean, at least they weren't even pretending like they weren't even holding guitars for the performance. They were literally oh, okay. only singing. So mm -hmm. I'm also uh, not loving the fact that they are much more auto tune focused these days, too, from the yes. past, which if you're going to sing a rock and pop song, you know, be like Michael, be like MJ. Don't yeah. use auto tune, just have a badass voice. But anyways. exactly. Like that's one of my biggest criticisms, I think, of this song is just like, it's so obviously so overproduced, in my opinion. Like, uh, I, Andrew, I, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like the guy from Grandma's Boy, and I love it. <laughs> Sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> what I think about Autotune, I think about that Adventure Time when he's like, when uh, Finn is like talking to the, the the boy, and he's like, "Oh, whatever happened to that little computer that you swallowed?" He's like. I'm using it to sing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. God, what a great show. Yeah. Yeah, let's just make a podcast about that instead of fucking Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the BMO cast. I am into it. <laughs> Starting next month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we could do it like a bonus episode for the Patreons. There we, there we go. go. Love yes. it. So let's uh, get into the history a little bit. What, where do these boys come from? What are they doing? Yeah, so these guys grew up in New Jersey. And, you know, I couldn't find a lot about like the early years, more just that they, you know, they grew up in the same house. I'm pretty sure they were, you know, they're actually brothers. 
So that, mm-hmm. you know, at least that checks out. That's good. Okay, That's good. they passed that <laughs> bar at least. <laughs> yes, yes. It's not just, you know, like I'm pretty sure the Punch brothers are not all brothers with the last name Punch. I'll just Yeah, and on the Mario you know, brothers I mean, also. I, I checked it out over the weekend in their movie and they definitely uh, grew up in yeah. the same house too. Nice, nice. But um, yeah, like, so they these guys, they had some early popularity on the Disney Channel. Um, so yeah, like we mentioned, they're, they're of that Disney generation. Right, they were um, on Kids Incorporated. Yep, and the Playhouse maybe? Or was it just Kids Incorporated? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> no, they weren't on Kids Incorporated. That show came out in like 1985. Oh, I was making a joke that nobody yeah. got because I'm an <laughs> old, stupid old man. Or just... Yeah, I well, they, they had a couple. Do. They had a couple shows on the Disney Channel. They had they had they had the 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 first show that they kind of came out with, which was a musical, like a, a musical version of the same kind of crap that they are churning out right now. And then they went with a uh, they then they had two full on Jonas Brothers show, which which they were like one was they're in high school, they're like standing by their lockers, and then it, it, every show ends with them like doing a song at their high school. And you gotta think like that high school in that show, those kids must have been like, oh man, I was, wish I was at that uh, Saved by the Bell high school so I didn't have to <laughs> listen to Jonas Brothers every day I go to school. I gotta deal with homework, I gotta deal with my parents, and I'm trying to get my driver's license, and then every day ends with a fucking Jonas Brothers concert. God damn it, I'm busy. <laughs> It's the only school where kids hated the end of the school day. They're like, no, can yeah. we just can we have oh, no. one more period, please? Actually, can you just... know, can I can I just stay in algebra class? I really need to learn my quadratic equations. I don't have time for this concert. <laughs> I'd be pulling all the fire alarms trying to pull detention every single day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Oh, uh, before we even get further in their career, did you guys know that it was actually uh, the youngest, Nick Jonas, who was a solo artist at first? And then it was Columbia Records came along and noticed that he's got two older brothers who were musical as well. They're like, hey, you know, you guys should probably all pull your act together and become a a group. Oh, that was probably a great conversation for Nick. Oh, yeah. No, a real uh, yeah boost to his ego. So when they actually, before they were known as the Jonas Brothers, they started as Sons of Jonas, which definitely has a bit more of that biblical flavor to it. And it might also have something to do with the fact that their dad was... Uh, bankrolling their entire gigs. All oh their, yeah, sure. uh, yeah. Financial things. That's yeah. that. That's the story with all these guys, man. That's all. All these Disney kids. That it's just some rich, like Southern land developer who are like, my kids are pretty sexy, pretty hot. I paid for their tutors <laughs> to teach them how to play the piano and the guitar. <laughs> Let's get them up on that Disney Channel. Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what I saw, like. Basically, they yeah they they recorded their first song was called "Please Be Mine," and then they were just instantly picked up by Columbia Records. So yeah, same kind of thing. Like, just didn't. I mean, I'm sure that they had to work for it to some extent, but at the same they, time, it's they pretty, worked. I mean, they worked their asses off. It wasn't even their choice. I mean, yeah, that, that's uh, that actually probably led to like a lot of the in band stress, which oh, yeah. this song ends up kind of addressing in kind mm-hmm. of a cutesy fun way. Where they're like, well, we were gonna kill each other, but you know, it was always love. That that, but like <laughs> these kids are like, they're like forced to be a band, forced to go out and tour, and like, dude, touring is so hard. Oh yeah, you're gonna take these kids just out of their lives and just put them on the road, and like the fact that these people came out as mostly seemingly well-adjusted individuals, and that the, but they they were like they were hitting the road, they were live 
all their friends, you know, were seeing them kind of perform. And it, oh, yeah. it, and I, it was, I, it was just like, it was so much more than, than touring from what I could see. It, it was like, they were doing commercial jingles. They were singing on like the little mermaid soundtrack or like all just like this crazy little mermaid soundtrack like, that came yeah, out not, in like 1988. I know not the OG one, but there was like some kind of like, Oh, for then, like Ariel's revenge. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> <laughs> when it, she goes back and just murders all the people on land. Because she got <laughs> this done. time she's got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> she calls forth all of the sea creatures and they exact Aww. revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, land dwellers! <laughs> you footwalkers! Very American movie. Very prescient to yeah. the times that... Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Never mind. Fuck it. Yeah. We're not she would have made a great girlfriend to the Jonas Brothers, however, back in the day. What with their uh, purity rings, you know? And mm-hmm. her lack of uh, bottom anatomy. That's human true. anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. How, can you, how can you ever think about The Little Mermaid Without going, what's the right kind of mermaid? Top fish or bottom fish? <laughs> is there another? Is there the? Is there the top fish mermaid? Is that a mermaid? I would consider that a mermaid if a mermaid walked out with like two hot long gams. It's like a mermitar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it could probably still speak English, but out of its fish mouth, it would be like. Well, all right, I'm ready to have sexual intercourse. <laughs> Don't worry, me. I have a fully functional human vagina. <laughs> I can only picture like Admiral Akbar from like Star Wars with like the giant eyes. And then, yes. <laughs> Wait, that means something different, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the clap. <laughs> I hope you've been inoculated against all my fish diseases. They include fish rot, (laughs) which is a real disease. If you have fish, you've got to be careful about that. Clean, you know what? Clean your filters, uh, aquarium people. Mm -hmm. Little PSA. I've lost a couple betas that way, and it was was really sad. But if one, if I bet it was. (laughs) Oh, Andrew, you insensitive (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) But but if if one of them, uh, wait. Should we stop maybe talking about what kind of mermaid you'd want yeah. to have sex with? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's and moving on. Um, yeah. So they do a bunch of these commercials, Disney soundtracks. Then two years later, Columbia Records just drops them in two thousand seven, um, early two thousand seven. Then just like a month later, they signed to Hollywood Records, and then Hollywood Records just puts them through like the same ringer. They're doing commercial jingles. Uh, this is great. So February two thousand seven, they signed to Hollywood Records. Three months later, they are singing at the White House for the Bush administration for the oh, annual no. for the annual Jeez. Easter egg roll. And oh. then yeah. And then puke. And I thought this was That's not not very edgy. I feel like this one is especially egregious. Like a few months later in June of 2007, they they go back to the White House and sing again for celebrating women in sports T-ball game. So there's a t-ball game celebrating women in sports and they invite the Jonas Brothers to sing? Like, there's not a fucking female group you can invite to actually perform at this? You well, know? I think they invited mm-hmm. L7, but uh, the lead singer of L7 took out her dirty tampon and threw it at George Bush's face, so they had to cancel <laughs> the show. And I support them for that decision. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I am forever <laughs> a stan. 
I'm pretty <laughs> sure they tried to uh, book Pussy Riot, but they were they were busy that. <laughs> they were so, busy in yeah. fifth grade. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Jonas Brothers were much older. So, you know, say what you want about Hollywood Records. I'm looking at their page right now, and I don't notice a single artist that I've ever heard in my life. But, oh wait, Queen. What? They got a single from Queen, apparently. Never mind. Was it was it one of the Highlander soundtrack songs or what? It's called uh, "Face It Alone." Out now. Uh, oh, that's one of the uh, post Freddie Mercury ones. I bet exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. But uh, it sounds like Hollywood Records definitely had the contacts though to get these uh, get these boys into some pretty oh, high profile gigs. Yeah, for sure, definitely. And they released their second album in August of two thousand seven, which reached number five. They then like they appeared on the Hannah Montana show. So they went back to like Disney. They just, you know, they kept them in that whole complex, kept them going. And yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to go through the just exhaustive list of stuff that they had to do over the next few years. But yeah, I mean, it's no wonder 2013, fast forward a little bit, the band separates, citing creative differences. Yeah, they fucking, they got into a, a big fights with one another because they were just absolutely so sick of each other. And so sick of like their uh, manipulative parents and managers just handling every aspect of their lives. Yeah, exactly. Like I, and definitely, I mean, aside from the wealth and fame, I definitely have sympathy for, I'm sure what they went through. Like I, yeah, I can only imagine. So, you know, I I think that that break was pretty good for them because yes, uh, it's hard enough being brothers, you know, just alone doing your daily thing at school or whatever, let alone, you know, go go on tour, do all these appearances, be in TVs with, you know, uh, casting mm-hmm. calls and all that shit. Like, that's yeah. a lot of stress. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, don't, you don't really feel like doing it today because you're a teenager and, like, you have emotions. And then all of a sudden, like, your big brother's being like, no, we got to come up with, like, a jingle for Damaro Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Damaro Ford sells the best. Cause nope, yeah. take take yeah. take twenty eight. <laughs> this crest toothpaste isn't gonna sell itself, guys. Come on. Oh God, I mean they probably weren't even. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I guess I don't know all of their uh you know commercial work, but God, I just can imagine the the yeah. those days in the studio. Someone just like, no, you little kids, you got to come up with like something to sell this toothpaste, cars, yeah. tires shoelaces it's it would be it would be maddening yeah mm-hmm. i do st- i will say from what i from what i read i think you might be giving them a little too much credit and then i don't think they were writing a lot of the stuff that they were actually singing um i mean oh there was given like, like some a little bit of songwriting credits but for the most part i'm seeing like a giant slew of professional songwriters that are tasked with just writing the hits for them yeah yeah didn't they have like six guys help them write this like Se- terrible seven. seven other people helped write waffle house with them yeah it's just like <laughs> i really? just don't see how that's even possible with how yeah. bad these lyrics are it totally is possible because it's not that's not just the lyrics the drummer the guitarist the the every everybody gets their own writing credit on their own like piece of the song that they write uh, uh, there's a Metalocalypse episode about this. Mm-hmm. There, okay, so th- yes, there is that. But I mean, from what I saw, I don't think that a bunch of the other seven people that are listed in the songwriting credits are the other people in the band. No, they're certainly not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just songwriters. And when they tour, they tour with all those guys. And I, I saw like the guys, I, I like 
when you hit the Wikipedia on this song, what you see is like those three fresh uh, faces, so so to speak. I do not want to get mean uh, or anything like that. Well, there is certainly one thing that's called the handsomest brother. In my family, we have one. And it's Tim, my brother. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Tim. What up? <laughs> but like, but like the other guys are like 40, 40 to 60 year old studio musicians. It's like, like Hank, the Coos McCoy, and <laughs> <laughs> Jim Lightbulb Steverson, <laughs> Alan <Yeah>. Goldman. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, great. Well, it takes a village. Yeah, so after they're separated for six years, 2019, they come back around. Of course, they announced the the reunion via social media. And then they released the first single, Sucker. And Sucker debuts at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It's actually the first number one song for a boy band since B2K in 2003. So like mm. that was a pretty long stretch of like a boy band debuting at number one. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of boy band fatigue going on for yeah. a stretch there. Oh, yeah. Mamma Mia, you know I had it. Mm -hmm. Let's keep that happening, please. Like, let's not bring back the boy band. <laughs> well, um, we did. We have brought it back. It's just in a kind of a different form now. Yeah. Repackaged. Like, yeah. like yeah. If, you want, if you want that boy band button to get pushed, yeah. and that button is called the teenage human clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> if you want that button to... <laughs> If you want that. Oh God, that sounded so bad. Listen, it's, I just all right, never mind. Yeah. And it's it's directly connected to the parents' credit card. Mm -hmm. Apparently. If if you want if you want to scratch that itch for yourself, if you if that's the taste that you have for music, then what you have right now is K-pop. Yeah. You can go to K-pop and get the band and you get that super highly curated sound. And what K-pop actually proved is they never really cared about the lyrics. They never really cared about the songs, the fans. All they want is a group of guys to kind of like fawn over, talk about and like mythologize. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Totally agree. So uh, aside from it being the first number one for a boy band since B2K in 2003, Sucker was also it was the first song to debut at number one of the 21st century which I thought was kind of crazy. Like no other song had debuted at number one period hmm. in the 21st century. Debuted at number one. Yeah. So yeah. you, you, you just start at number one. Yeah. Yeah. You come out strong. Yeah. Yeah. So like they build up so much hype that the song instantly debuts at number one. They're just, they're just clicking. It's like yeah. Zelda tears of the kingdom. Like no one's played it, but everybody's already bought it. And I'm sure it's also like has a lot to do with like, you know, whenever the billboard announces like the hot 100 for that week, then like the second they announce like the previous week, then you release sucker, you release the next song and you have like a week to fucking, you know, build up as much hype and as much like fanaticism as you possibly can until mm -hmm, the next yeah. week's chart comes out. And they must have a pretty seasoned team at this point who's worked with them and knows. Oh, I can only imagine what it must have been like bringing the Jonas Brothers back after six years of absence. Because like, yeah, like people were definitely ready for it. I think they were ready for it. They had, they had had some time like apart without, you know, the entourage of Disney goons like booking every <laughs> single minute of their fucking time. Without so. Johnny Drama and Turtle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like the album, that first album that came back with Sucker on it, 
the name of this album was just a little too on the nose for me, but I mean, maybe it speaks to what they went through before, but it's called Happiness Begins. It's like, we've, it's like, we've, that is so sad. It's like, we finally get to be happy now. That is awful. Oh, that's, I I saw that too. And I felt the exact same way. And I was just like, I was like, I got really nothing but empathy and, and, and like good feelings for these guys. Happiness Begins. But then I also saw that, you know, it, they they weren't all purity rings and and image like that night they would sneak out and go, uh, go get into stuff. You know, I mean, I don't know at if the we, Waffle House. <laughs> sure. Oh, God, those yep. dripping wet waffles. <laughs> the, <laughs> sorry, gross. Um, I, I, I saw actually I really fun, don't think they're that dirty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, let's talk about this then. Sophie Turner was uh, doing a roast of her husband who is called. Joe Jonas. Thank you. Wow. I am really bad at keeping these three apart. All I know is super handsome one who was in Jumanji. Kind of okay looking one. And then guy who's more like good looking, but good looking like me. Yeah. Great personality. Like Great personality. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for stealing my joke, you son of a bitch. I gave you attribution. <laughs> Cited in the footnotes. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure that by now, after having watched you know this video a few times and done my research, I'm going to go ahead and say that I am a Joe Jonas kind of kind of fan. I am not a Nick Jonas fan, so you know that's your fit. That's your guy. That's your go. Yeah, he's my guy. Yeah. So this was this was in the roast of Joe Jonas, which mm-hmm. was uh, some elite Hollywood party that uh, we were not invited to. Uh, I was busy, anyways. The YH, the 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 you hate to hear it podcast, unfortunately, was not not invited. But Sophie Turner uh, from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. who got her dad killed, says this: "I know this is a roast, and you all think I should be going after them, but I think we all need to set the record straight here. No, the rings weren't a good idea. Yes, as a gesture, they're laughably toe curlingly lame. But remember, this was more than a gesture. This was about faith. This was about principle." This is about taking a stand and setting an example. Look, Joe Jonas wasn't just sticking his fingers in some dumb metal rings. He was sticking his fingers in co-stars, actresses, and even a supermodel or two. (laughs) Nice. Okay, that's pretty good. Hell yeah. That I like. I got no internet uh, comments on the Jonas Brothers today because they're no, there's just no clip. Nobody said anything clever. The only thing I found, the only thing I found, I found on a couple of YouTube things that made me laugh. One, one YouTuber just said, I want to fuck the Jonas Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty solid. I was just like very straightforward, very clear. Thank you for your, thank you for your internet patronage. I only found one myself. It, it, it was from uh, the Pen Queen, 4027. I work for Waffle House, and apparently the song is supposed to be playing on our jukeboxes every hour on the hour, every day from April 7th to April 14th. I can totally vibe to this while at work. Thank you, Jonas Brothers. <laughs> All right. Look, yeah. Luckily, it's only two minutes and 24 seconds long. Oh, such a yes. good song length. Yeah. We first played this song today, and I was like, it's over? Great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like the Beatles model, you know, leave them wanting more or at least leave them satisfied that it's over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were they were essentially only able to write one verse and one chorus. And so they're like, I guess we'll just do it twice or else the song's literally going to be one minute and 12 seconds long. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. The tenacious D school of songwriting. 
<laughs> I actually saw Tenacious D live uh, at Sasquatch. No, you didn't. And um, yeah, and but it was after the second album came out, and I didn't really know the second album. But when you watched it, it was it was so formulaic their songwriting on that second album. I never went back and listened to it, but like it would always start quiet with like the story kind of thing, and then it would erupt into like metal, and then it was over, and it was just mm. like literally that same formula over and over and over again. And then they went back and played some of the old stuff, like Wonder Boy and like Kielbasa Sausage and that kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, this stuff is actually different. But they just decided to like just move on to this other formula. Well, I mean, yeah. it was disappointing. If if we're gonna go to Tenacious Decast, like the the first album was this was them recording like professionally or better the songs that they did on their HBO HBO show, which mm-hmm. was like actually mm-hmm. part yeah. of the narrative of the show. Yeah. And and when I first got that album, just because like a guy that I was washing dishes with was like, isn't this album great? These guys say like fuck and talk about like fucking and stuff like that and blah. blah. And I was like, yeah, that's all I care about as a 19 year old. This that's <laughs> what makes me laugh. And uh, but then later, like I watched the show on HBO and like, yeah, the, they they would like make a song about like what happened on that episode. Yeah. And so there was like, I don't know, it just made it yeah. work better. And then the second one is just like, Let's do the same shit that we did last time. Let's try to make another like greatest song in the world or whatever like that. Yeah, and they, you exactly. just, yeah. you just can't yeah. do that. Yeah. No. No. But at least it was better then. And then now when he's playing Bowser and singing Peaches, 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 I'm kind of like, I got I got two ways that I feel about Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. Mm-hmm. For one thing, I'm like, I love to hear Jack Black just like go off and actually just like blast it out. And on the other hand, I'm just like, Oh man, I remember. I'm remember. You, all you're doing is remake, making me remember like some really good times that I had with this band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw them open for Weezer, and then the crowd like quieted down and quelled out for Weezer. People were like, "Well, let's go pee now that Weezer's playing." <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. They did their job. Yeah. I mean, if it was late Weezer, that's that's a that sounds about right. It yeah. was uh, Island in the Sun, Weezer. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, yeah, a uh, little foreshadow for a future episode. Of future this podcast, episode right. alert. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I envision a lot of musicians are going to love this podcast. And being, you know, a musician myself and talking to, you know, hundreds of musicians over yeah, the years. Yeah, you're a real, you're a real like, Kevin Jonas. Is when... <laughs> I don't remember which one that is, so fuck you or thank you, whatever. But uh, I don't either. <laughs> but you know, I, I think they do appreciate digging back in the crates and you know knowing where current trends are coming from, and they know their history. And they're also the type of people who love to talk shit on music that really sticks in their craw because yeah. music is important to us, and yeah. we. We need a place to vent. And if you can't do it in front of polite company, you got us to turn to, and we'll do it for you <laughs> with your headphones on, baby. There you go. There you go. Hey, like fucking men. I love that. Yeah, like that. that's what I was. I was vacuuming the other day when I think I, I texted you guys, and I was just like, here's my two possible slogans for the podcast. One is, we are paying attention to the decay of culture or, or cultural. <laughs> we're paying, we're, we're, we're keeping track of cultural ent- entropy in case you didn't notice. And then my other slogan is just like, my bad song, me hate. Rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> Those play to two different audiences. 
Yeah. One for the all life crowd, one for the uh, <laughs> Pacific elite. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, why don't the Jonas Brothers talk about Jesus? Jesus appeared on a waffle that I made the other day for breakfast. <laughs> uh, and Jesus yeah. was delicious. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, uh, do we have any more to catch up on the history or should we get to the video? I mean, oh, what? Oh, we still get to watch the video. I forgot how this shit works now. So mm -hmm. just to wrap up the whole like, so we talked about Sophie Turner. Joe Jonas married Sophie Turner in 2019. Uh, just to like check in on the other two real quick. Nick Jonas married Priyanka Chopra, who's a former Miss World from India. They got married in 2018. So these two are, you know, just married to like famous bombshells, all that. Kevin Jonas, he's, you know, he's the down home. He's the, he's the third brother, we'll call him, you know. Um, he's the one that's not a lead singer, if you know what I mean. Dropped on his head when he was a baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just yes. kidding. He's fine. He's great. Um, I would rather but, be Kevin. But he was the one that was actually playing an instrument on SNL. So I'll give him that. Um, Hell anyways. yeah. You go, Kevin. Kevin, you're my spirit animal, brother. Don't let them. Don't let those other two rub their beautiful, expensive lives in your face. You've got <laughs> you, you, you've got some four wheelers on your property down there in whatever dumb fuck state you live in. <laughs> Go ride those around. Go New see Jersey. The sunset. New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, God. Kevin, you should move. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so Kevin Jonas marries Danielle DeLacia, or no, sorry, Danielle DeLeasa in like 2009 or 2010, like before breakup, which I don't think it was a Yoko situation, but um, <laughs> she was relatively unknown. They just met like at, like at a party or something. Then during the band's hiatus, the two of them starred together in Married to Jonas, which was like the fucking reality show that oh Kevin Jonas did during the gap. And oh, like no. the whole first season apparently just focused on Danielle's crazy mother. So like Kevin Jonas fighting with like the mother-in-law, like it's exactly mm. what you would expect. Like the third string, you know, the third string singer to do when the band breaks up. Kevin, where's your purity ring? Why yeah. do you take it off? <laughs> Kevin, yeah. make my daughter some waffles. Mom, I lost it in a groupie's vagina. <laughs> That's not a New Jersey accent. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Kevin, I heard Sophie Turner say something about you boys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so hey, that's Kevin. Why aren't you on Game of Thrones? Why aren't you? Why aren't you watching the wall? <laughs> Kevin would be watching the wall, wouldn't he? Oh yeah. Oh, he would be happy to watch the wall. He's like, thank fucking god, I'm up here. He's just like slapping guys on the back, just being like, hey, pretty cool to be up here. Yeah, I know it's a little chilly, but we got these big coats, yeah. right? Uh Thanks. We're all brothers, right? You, you're my brother too, right? You're not going to leave me, are you? You know what? No. I I play the mandolin. Do you guys want to like do a little sing along later tonight? I mean, what else do we got to do? Hey, let's have fun! Hell yeah! Mm, that's God, the that's life. the dream. If we can talk about wives just for a second longer, uh, Sophie Turner, amazing actress. I love her work. Her amazing actor. I love her work. Amen. Priyanka Chopra, she is a beautiful woman. I, yeah, I should probably stop there. She can't act her way out of a fucking paper bag in my yeah. Opinion. What, oh, what's yeah. she in? Yeah, what was she's she in? currently doing? Citadel on Amazon, okay. which is like a super secret agent in the near future kind of deal, which is boots. 
And she also did like an FBI type conspiracy thriller. I think it may have just been called FBI. I can't remember. Um, Creative Quantico. That's what it was called. Quantico. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. Another hot, steamy pile of garbage. Yep. Yeah. I feel like she was in something else too. Like I definitely recognized her from the pictures. And watch maybe. No, definitely. Oh, not the Matrix that. Resurrections. She's in that. Woof, Mamma Mia. God. Uh, the, the last one. Oh. Talk about mm. cultural entropy. Yeah, there it is. Writ large. Oh, you know what? It might have been that movie, Isn't It Romantic? Which like my partner and I decided to give a chance one time and started watching, and it was horrible. It was so bad. But I think she plays like the other, like another friend or something of Rebel Wilson. Um, mm. Yeah, but it was. Oh, yeah. wait. Are you talking about Love Again, which just came out this year with Nick Jonas also in the cast? Oh, He's God. actually pretty charismatic on screen. Hmm. I believe it. He was really great in Infinity Pool where they uh, executed him eight times in a row. Actually, no, never mind. That was somebody else. That was Mia Goth. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, great uh, movie, though. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It made me sad, though, because I'm a failed writer, too. And they're like, failed writers are just stupid chumps who couldn't get their book published, who get taken advantage of by hot babes with no eyebrows. And I was like, how do they know about my life? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we are all playthings for the uber wealthy. That's your second PSA for the day, kids. That's that's true. Well, a failed writer or or a successful teacher doing the Lord's work out there. Yeah, and you have something to look forward to. Some mm-hmm. rich, crazy person is going to take a shine to you and just make you their dog. <laughs> Great movie. Check it out. Highly yeah. recommend. Possessor's better. All right, moving yeah. on. Are All we right. going to watch this music video? Yeah, or should we... Yeah, should we Should we, Should we? we talk about, like... Yeah, should we, should we just go ahead and jump into the music video? Yeah, we I don't know, man. enough we're... about their sordid yeah. past. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not talking about that anymore. I could make some yeah. stuff up. Do you guys know that? No, never mind. I, I was going to say something perverted that was going to get me in trouble again. Yeah. Oh, here, here. I'll give you a little quote. I'll give you a little quote to lead us into the music video and, you know, talking about the song itself. So obviously, so this is the second single off of their upcoming album, which is creatively titled The Album. And uh, <laughs> yeah, like we wow. said, so, the songwriting credits include the three band members and seven other producers. Um, And here's the promo quote that they gave us um, for this amazing masterpiece. It says, Waffle House was born from a simple but powerful idea. When you sit down with the people that matter most, anything is possible. This song isn't about a restaurant. It's about coming together with the people you love and making your dreams come true. Oh, man, that's kind of nice. You know, coming (laughs) together like a a blue waffle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> soggy waffle yeah you can just hear the pr guy's hand moving more and more up his colon right to the <laughs> <Yeah>. mouth <laughs> you know this uh, album really what it really is about is we kind of ran out of money and uh yeah, exactly. we wanted yeah. more <laughs> it's about you know this isn't about the people that matter most it's about people coming together around a writer's table to write songs that make money <laughs> That's the honesty I enjoy. And- Hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's watch this video. Oh, fuck you, land dwellers. 
<laughs> Ryan has given his final judgment. <laughs> Wait, was that Ryan? I couldn't see. Yeah, that was yeah, Ryan. Sure yes, was. that was Ryan. Mm-hmm. I, I think I know a Ryan burp when I hear it. All right, we're, we're back, babies. We've just watched uh, Back to Back, the Waffle House official music video, as well as the SNL performance. And uh, I think we have some things to say about it. Yeah, I have a couple things to say about it. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Nanana's pudding. Or whatever it was from y'all life. At least at least they didn't try to advertise the car insurance at the same time that we did this, which is kind of cool. That is true. Meow, meow, meow. You better get yourself some... Liberty. Wait, is that a car insurance? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So right off the bat, SNL performance, way more lackluster than the music video. I got to admit that music video had me dancing. Mm -hmm. I was was grooving to it. I I liked the choreography. I even dug the whole Nick Jonas acting like Loki, you know, making everybody kneel before him and like (laughs) directing them to sway and shit. It worked for me. It kind of gave me chills. It was honest. It was just like, this is how, this is kind of how we have been with our fans. Like, it was very honest about just like, I make people kneel, I make them stand up. I make them shout, I make them jump, I make them clap. And he's, it, there. there's some level of like self-critique in in every element of that song, in the music video, in the lyrics. It was great. Were they ever actually in a Waffle House at any point in that music video? Well, they hung, out, they hung out at a Waffle House afterwards. It was, it's not like your typical Southern Waffle House where like someone like gets the shit kicked out of them every night. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was like, a, you know, they would go, they would go and they, 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 like their idea of a Waffle House is probably like they go and they actually like drink coffee and eat waffles and then chat and be like, man, is dad so mean? He made us like stay up for 86 hours recording the last song. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, that was, again, I feel like I've said this before with a, with a critique of previous music videos, but like it's a lost opportunity where it could have, the whole thing could have taken place in a waffle house and it could have been funny. It could have been like, they, you know, they could have really leaned into that. And instead it's just like a dance party in the street. Like, yes, it's at night. Yeah, they're like cruising around the streets and it, it's definitely got that same kind of feel. Well, it was all yeah. in London and there's in Waffle you're not going to find a Waffle House in London. No. It's true. You're going to get a kebab and you're yeah. going to be pretty drunk. Yeah. You're going to get yeah. some don you're going to get some doner, you're going to walk mm-hmm. down the street, you're going to get stabbed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Dude, give me that dooner any day, dude. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I pronounced that wrong. I'm sorry. Uh you guys ever watch a chicken shop date? By, no. by any chance <laughs> Amelia de Moldenberg? Moldberg. I don't know any of the words you're saying right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyways, if if you know, you know, it's a great show, but yeah, no, I I agree with you, Andrew. They really, some missed opportunities there as far as having a music video that ties more into what they're, you know, the statement that you, you read before we took our little break, which is they have their fights. They could have sort of address that, but then show them all get back together because in the end of the day, they're yeah. all brothers and they love each other. And yeah. the the Waffle House is the place where reconciliation happens, where they have a few laughs. But instead, they're going for, no, this song is the feel-good hit of the summer yeah. and we want to have that party vibe. But yeah. at the same time, I didn't hate it. I, I Once again, I dug the choreography. I liked the party atmosphere. Oh yeah, It still yeah. did it for for me personally. 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate it either. I just, yeah. Creative differences. Creative differences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I I thought the music video was totally fine. Like, I've definitely seen worse. I was very glad that I I didn't feel like that I was being advertised to or like, it, it was just like, it was just like, here we are. Here's what we do. We're three bros. We walk around. And uh, I've got this, my, uh, we've, we've got the really talented guy. He's singing and he's, and he's really belting it out. We've got our super hot brother. He can kind of sing too. And he's going to kind of belt it out. And he's going to kind of use his magical hands to like make the fans. Uh, mm-hmm. Like in, in the music video, what Nick Jonas does is he's walking down the street and then like a bunch of like people kind of gather around him. And then he like holds out his hands and kind of makes them like get down on their knees and get up and get back down on their knees. And he's kind of like manipulating them. And then, uh, sexy preacher. It was, that was super cool. Yeah, exactly. Read the comic book preacher. Oh my God. It's a little problematic these days. (laughs) Oh yeah. never mind. Don't. Uh, and then, and then, and then you have the third brother who, uh, shows up which is really strange how he says in the middle of the song, and I'm Dunis, which was really (laughs) strange. (laughs) I mean, so I'm just going to go ahead and like call bullshit on you guys because you're sitting here telling like saying how you think it's so great that like this this song isn't trying to like sell you something or anything like that. The song is named after a fucking restaurant, you guys. The song is literally called Waffle House. There's not just one, Andrew, there's not just one restaurant called Waffle House. I know. I know that it's also a style of restaurant, but like there is a restaurant called The Waffle House. Like... Are they really that high profile though that it's like uh, pandering to the audience to really get them to go to Waffle House? No, it I doesn't feel yeah. like progressive ad. Get your insurance no, at does, progressive, it, yeah. Yes. No. Yes, of course. No. It is definitely not as on the nose and in your face as beautiful Warren Hayes was or Haynes or whatever. Yeah. Um, You're so but, off with this name. What was it? It was. Garth Brooks. Oh, Walker Hayes. Walker Hayes. <laughs> right? Walker Hayes. There we yeah, go. I, listen, yeah. listen, guys, we're at each other's throats. I think we just need to walk down to the Waffle House, <laughs> eat a bunch of waffles, yep. and then kill each other. I'm gluten-free, <laughs> man. Why, why do you got to pick a fucking restaurant where I can't eat anything, dude? I can't eat gluten. You know that. What you can fuck? have eggs and bacon and a napkin. <laughs> I'm sorry, our nap uh, our napkins actually have gluten in them. Oh fuck. Don't wipe your mouth with Damn. these. They're covered in flour. Actually, you know, if if I, I, this I another one of the classic uh, you hate to hear it uh announcements for your own personal safety. If you go to IHOP, they put flour in their eggs. How do I know that? I dated a girl that worked there and she was like, "Yeah, we put flour in our eggs." I was like, "That's really bad." She's like, "You think that's bad?" We all have sex with each other in the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> good to know. Good, yeah, good to know. The International House of Pounding. Yeah. <laughs> of Pounding. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> man. No, I'm sure it was slow and sensuous. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be quick and dirty on the floor, but whatever. Seriously. Whatever kind of things you want to have your eggs made and pancakes made next to. But I imagine that I think they probably went through that thought process of like, it's called Waffle House. Should we do a thing at the Waffle House? And they were like, 
they probably went through like a couple iterations of like what the music yeah. video should be. And the the smartest, handsomest brother is is probably like, well, let's, you know, do a thing where like we're just like, you know, in like a hot city, like high profile, walking around, just like being really cool, driving cool cars. Then Nick mm-hmm. is just like, yeah, well, uh, and then we'll do one. We'll do a cool thing where like I'm really like being really cool and everyone loves me. And then the third brother, uh, who I'm guessing is Joe, is probably no, like Kevin and Kevin. Oh, Kevin. And, and then Kevin is like, and then we'll do a thing where like we're all waffles. And then anytime <laughs> that we hug each other, we we squirt syrup on each other, right in each other's eye. And then and then Taylor Kevin Swift get can, back to the wall. <laughs> yeah. No, Taylor Swift can come and then she can like be an egg and she drops on top of the waffles and splashes her yolk all over us. And they're like, Kevin, God damn it. Maddie will not have that. <laughs> Your idea is canceled. You shut up. <laughs> Wait, I, I think. Was it Joe who kicks the keys to the car to Kevin or maybe the other way around? That was a I, slick move. I, I do appreciate, though, that they got into like a classic looking oh, yeah. car and it wasn't like an, a Ford commercial. No, it's like a, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's an old like um, cabriolet or like a some kind of a V-dub or like mm-hmm. a rabbit, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it so, was like a British yeah. car. No, no, no. You got it. VW, classic British car brand, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic British car. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, we're, we're British. No, these bombs, these bombs, that we, those came from us. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, pause no more. We love it. We're hippies. Um, all right, so let's talk about these lyrics. Toe curlingly lame. Really? So I don't hate these lyrics as much as I've hated so many of the other lyrics that we've talked about on this show. I think there's at least some like decent imagery and it's it's not too on the nose. Like it's a little it's a little more clever, I think, than a lot of other stuff that we've listened to. Um, it's metacognitive too about the, like their whole career, which is actually kind of interesting, like a kind of a fun thing to do yeah. like these guys have been around so long like let's hear what their opinion is about what they do and what they have done yeah and like i don't know i kind of appreciate like i mentioned before it's very silly that there's basically just one verse and one chorus they change maybe 10 words between like the first verse and the second verse and otherwise it's all the same Mm-hmm. And so it's really just a chorus with like one verse that's repeated. I mean, it's a very, very simple song, but the message is simple and that's, that's fine. I'm like, I've, I've loved other songs with equally as simple lyrics before. So I'm not that going to, you know, I'm not going to hold that against it per se. All I, I'm I going to say about this, I have one thing to say. This is my least go. favorite part of the whole song are the lyric writing or is the lyric writing. And to me, it feels like got seven different writers yeah. all in one room to write something that feels like a 12-year-old wrote this in crayon at the Waffle House on a children's placemat. <laughs> it's basic. This is some basic shit. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I- I'm going to come I'm going to come at you with maybe a different point of view. I love the idea that they're basically they're writing a song that this is their comeback album, the album. They're like we haven't actually made an album before. This is our album. <laughs> the rest of the shit that you guys bought that was that was just practice and then th- just to say that like they're like yeah you know like we have 
we know that you know all of our drama because all of it has been in the public eye. And we know that you know that our dad is a crazy person and that our mom kind of supported him. They mentioned that. Mm-hmm. They, we know that you know that like we gotten, we've had some big fights about like our image, about our music, about the band or whatever. Like, I think it's kind of neat that they're addressing that a little bit. I, I think that there's a lot of a lot of musicians that just come out that like don't ever like they'll they'll come out with a new album. They're like, I'm great. I'm still great. You still love me. And they're like the, the, this this the lyrics are kind of a little bit just like, well, you know, like we wanted to kill each other. We had this bad dad, bad mom. We uh we've had our fights, but, you know, we and we're st- we're still trying to do it. I don't know. <laughs> Am I being just too forgiving of the Jones brothers just because they're just they're three sweet boys? Oh, my God, I love them. I just want to hug them. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Maybe some of your paternal instincts are kicking in, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they are my children. I they, These are my sons. So yeah. be careful what you say. Guys. <laughs> Even about Kevin. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually don't like him. You can say whatever you <laughs> Damn, want. Damn, bro. Not my personal mascot. Come on. Uh, but Andrew, the other song recommendation he was toying with this week was Jack Harlow's First Class. And I will admit the lyrics for the song are a million times better than that because yeah. that is pure garbage. Yeah. Uh, just like you were yeah. saying. Just- I put that on for one second. I could not even. I was just like, do, do not torture me. I yeah. think I just immediately started texting, please, Jonas Brothers. Please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 To the, yeah, to the listening audience right now, you're welcome uh, that we are not just sitting here talking about Jack Harlow because truly, truly. none of us wanted to do that. So, And if you're a big Jack Harlow fan, that's fine. You're just the fourth even stupider Jonas brother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, uh, well, that's the lyrics. I think right there. Uh, we should move on to the music. This music has two things that I really like. A, it's a little, it's, it's not really, it's, it's not really so poppy and in the moment of 2023 pop that you're like, this song had to come from 2023. Uh, like it, it, it is, it's obviously pop garbage and trash and, and that is a given and they're, they're really unabashed about like what they do. So I'm, I'm not really that worried about that, but, and also another great thing about the musicality of this song is it provides the perfect music for like the credits of like a 90, uh, like a 90 sitcom. Oh yeah. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's almost just like like it really made me think of just like a bunch of like '90s sitcom like themes when you're getting ready to yeah. watch it. It's like standing tall <laughs> on the wings of our dreams <laughs> from Perfect Strangers. Yeah, yeah. oh Straight yeah, up. Like step by step, day by day, fresh start. Oh, we're mm-hmm. different everywhere. The people we love, the struggle we stay, will make it better. <laughs> The, the second time around. around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stains on the china, never made up before. Who cares? Okay, just we can like, do this oh, for hours. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but just like, I, I was listening to this, and I was just like, what I want to see, and I and I listened to the song before I listened to, the, before I watched the music video, or listened to it, 
and I was just like, God, I hope the music vi- music video is just them like walking up the stairs to like some big San Francisco house and yeah. then like turning and like being like, Argh! like shrugging. <laughs> and then like the, their names would come up in big yellow Dude, font. That would be <laughs> yeah, amazing. Right? Like I would have fucking loved that. That would have been great. I think okay, that, yeah. a, okay. a task to all of our fans out there. Somebody cut this song over too many cooks. At least uh, the first, you know, minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that super cut. Um, yep. I think, you know, honestly, we, despite that I don't enjoy the auto-tune nature of some of it, Yeah, I, I do enjoy the production value of this song. Um, we got a we- comment from Karen McLeod saying, Never thought I'd be a Jonas Brothers fan, but here I am. John Bellion is working wonders and is doing a fantastic job producing this album. You know what? I agree. Yeah. I think this is amazingly done. The little breakdown of the piano is done well and the the reverb and kind of like trail off of his voice at the end to sort of send yeah. it home as the crescendo was mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah. That moment yeah. where where he says, deep conversations at the Waffle House, headstrong mother and a determined father, headstrong yeah. father and a determined mother, like, and, and he just like, Blasts it out. Yeah, he goes up to that, the falsetto. Yeah, that mm-hmm. moment yeah. in the song is just really cool. Like yeah. it is there. There's some actual dynamics. Mm-hmm. There's some actual like interesting vocal stuff ha- happening. That like it really it, it, it kind of moved me a little bit to tell and you the yeah. truth. And he fucking nailed that on the SNL performance. Absolutely, mm-hmm. exactly. and that, Dude, Team Joe. Actually, you know yeah, what, exactly. Team Joe, Team guys. Joe. Team Joe. Uh, the first verse just yeah. crushes it over Nick's. I oh, think yeah. it actually kind of loses a little bit of luster, loses uh, a little bit of steam yeah. once yeah. you get to that second verse with him being uh, all breathy yeah, and like hot, cool guy. Boys. So yeah. weak. Hot, cool guy shit does not work. This yeah. song works when it is yeah. a guy who actually can sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who <Exactly>. knew? <laughs> yeah. He has a little bit of like, oh no, he has a little bit of like rasp to his voice. I think it's like a little bit raw in just the right kind of way to like, yeah, it doesn't sound super pretty. God, it's I mean, he's like, been, he's been yeah. doing it for 30 fucking years. He's good at what he does. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So it's a hell of a transition from the power pop stuff. They started with like baby bottle pop, which yeah. unfortunately I did come across before getting to the no. song. What Dude, are you telling me? Baby Bottle Pops, my like initial notes that I wrote as soon as I heard it was, let's, let me see here. I quote myself as sugary Disney shit tit for babies to suckle upon. <laughs> it is uh, the worst is, thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my God. So, okay, so you're not saying that they made the Baby Bottle Pop, Baby Bottle Pop. No, they did. Yes, that's them. No. Hey, uh, Andrew, cut, cut Ryan off. Cut, yeah. Kick him off the Zoom. What? Or they covered it. I don't know if that came. They covered. Well, no, but they did all kinds of jingles for fucking hey, commercials. Hey, hey, guys. Like, hey, we're gonna do a fan favorite. Everybody, <laughs> get out, get out your baby bottle pops and start sucking on them. You know, I find that candy person. I actually, I hate all candy, but um, what's baby I, bottle pop? I don't even know baby bottle that. pop. So, Dude. so Ryan, they did, they did the jing. This is one of the, in their jingle era, right? It was a, an official music video of like the 50 that they have out there was Baby Bottle Pop. It was a whole fucking music video. So, oh. I couldn't get through the whole thing. It was so terrible. 
Oh yeah, there's definitely a Jonas Brothers baby bottle pop music video. Dude. Yeah. Don't oh. don't. Just don't no, listen I'm not to go- it. Oh, absolutely not. No. You will never want to suck on a So baby bottle pop was a candy that was a baby bottle with like yeah. a a sucker. Well, is that why they maybe picked the name Sucker for one of their album because they had advertised suckers in the <laughs> nice. past? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. But it's know. a baby bottle and then and so like 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 third and fourth graders would be walking around with like a little like mini baby bottle sucking on the tip and it would be like a, you know, lollipop like jelly yucky, you know, disgusting Freudian candy. nightmare. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like <laughs> I mean Oh God. They show up to psychology class, like they're like their professors like it's the baby bottle pop represents your father's penis. I hope you are oh, oh god. I'll never eat another baby bottle pop again. Get me a ring pop, James. <laughs> I'm a man now. <laughs> I mean, that's a total 180. I was gonna say from like I remember being in third grade when we were all just smoking candy cigarettes like the whole day. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> yep. like, yeah. We could blow it out too and the sugar dust would look oh, like yeah. smoke. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely remember candy cigarettes when I was a kid. And like, Different I wish times. I could find some of those. Like, that was amazing. <laughs> they do that not make those anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jew. I'm pretty sure Jewel tried to make them. Yeah, just absolutely. Sh- yeah, and then shut the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Jewel was just uh, like, actually, we'll just do normal... Nicotine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Let's make them taste like candy. They don't actually have to be candy. Uh, that's so cool. You know, nicotine keeps kids awake, them ready for class and ready to take notes. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we've done this song a pretty good one, I must say. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, anything else that, that you know, that we need to say before we... Oh, yeah. I guess I've, I will say real quick, just to kind of you know, reinforce and kind of reiterate in terms of the production value in the song. I also enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I've, I think it's a good rhythm. It definitely had me dancing as well too. I like the like choppy space that's in the verses and stuff. I love mm-hmm. beats like that. Just like it's driven by the bass drum and it's just like, it's very rhythmic. Like it makes for a really, it just hits so nice. Um, and the bass and so, syncopation yeah. with the, with the bass drum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. Yep. Dude, and that's why you need seven guys to help you. These, these are pros, yeah. like the yeah. other oh, dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. No, there's definitely some talented musicians playing behind the Jonas Brothers, for sure. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for that, for sure. All right. So. Well, so so we're, are we moving on to Judgment? Yes, we are. I think so. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about this song? Andrew has crafted some hilarious and also make you think options for us all. Now we will hear them. But before, I will sing you a little bit of this song. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Just so we all remember. the. You're just shopping catchphrases left and right, aren't you? I'm branding. Meow, meow, Brian. All right, so... Yeah, so now is the time that we're going to come and uh, give our judgments on this song. Oh, yeah, sorry. All right, so now is the time that we're going to give our judgments on this yeah, song. Yeah, save, save the coming for IHOP, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's right. Close yeah. my laptop. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, so tonight we're, we're going to go around the table and decide, was this song a Joe? Was it a Kevin? 
or was it a Nick? That's what we got to decide. So, okay, um, remind me which is the guy I like again, Andrew. <laughs> Joe is the guy you, you like, Joe. Yeah, yeah we okay. like Joe. We like Joe. You want to fuck Nick, I, and Kevin is, yeah, it's like it's, it's kind of like uh, fuck Mary Kill, yeah, fuck Mary Kill, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I'll go ahead and go first uh, since I chose this song. Yeah. I mean, in terms of both the realm of pop music today and the realm of Jonas Brothers songs overall, I'm actually going to give this one a pretty solid rating. So I'm going to give it a Joe, a Joe minus, I'll say overall, you know, I mean, if I love a song, it's a Joe, but I'll give the song like it's between a Joe and a Nick. So all right, uh, Ryan, you're up next. You know, I am right there with you. I give it a Joe minus. If it were two verses with Joe and Nick was just dancing, yeah. I would have given it a Joe, maybe yeah. even a Joe plus, to yeah. be fair. Uh, yeah. I I really enjoyed the song, and I dance to it every time I hear it, Sur- surprising myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I stand. All right, Brian? Absolutely, 100% Joe. I'm going to give it a Joe plus. I feel like I like these are just three guys. They never asked for this, but here they are and they're in they're kicking ass. I think this song absolutely kicks ass. Like as far as just a pop song, you know, it's not like something I'm going to try to put on the whole t- like put on when like I'm, you know, trying to feel in any kind of way. Yeah. But like this comes on the, like your friend like the like the person that was talking about the Waffle House thing, it's like this comes on it's a lot better than the other crap I got to listen to. <laughs> Hell yeah, she's a hundred percent right. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the the fact that Nick kind of comes in there and he's not quite as good a singer as Joe. And well, that's fine. And you know what? Kevin is out there playing guitar and he's great too. And he yeah. is not. He is not. And I'm Dunice. He is an essential part of the band. I think these guys are great. I. Lo- I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I love the Jonas Brothers music, but I'm really happy that they're out there. They, they take a huge percentage of all their profits and donate it to humanitarian causes against homelessness, uh, for civil rights. They, anytime they have kind of had a misstep, they've talked about it, they've joked about it, they joke about themselves. They, re- like, really, there is nothing not to like about the Jonas Brothers. If you don't like their music, listen to something else. I mean, I know I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like these yeah. guys, these guys are great. They're fine. They're not telling like women to keep their legs closed. <laughs> they're they're not they they don't treat people bad. They're they're by every stretch of the imagination. They seem like some really cool dudes. They made a pop song. It's great. I love dancing to it. Joe all the way. Joe plus. Yep. Fellas, this is a watershed moment for you hate to hear it. We ba, have ba, ba, all ba, 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 full circle, ba, da, da, turned da, da, ourselves da, da, da. around and decided that we actually do give this one a pass. There we go. I love it. I a love better it. than a pass. I mean, listen yeah. to this song. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. You probably if, if you're just a normal like 40-year-old guy like like I am. I mean, I'm not normal. I'm actually neuro not neurotypical and I've discovered that recently about myself. Um but like, you gotta check this out. This is this is a fun little song. It might make you feel differently about the direction that pop music is going in these days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will. Yes, I will agree with that. And yeah, I'm not gonna actively start listening to other Jonas Brothers music now. God, but, no. But this song, <laughs> yeah, no. But this song comes on the radio. 
I can absolutely enjoy every two minutes and 24 seconds of it. Like, oh, I am, I'm totally fine with that. That's the right length. Exactly, exactly. Hell so, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, even though we all enjoy this, I'm sure we also have some good songs to recommend. Um, and I'm going to steal this one first just because... Um, you son of a I know, bitch. I know, but I mean, there's a low-hanging fruit, but I do. We've already mentioned this band, and I feel like I just have to go ahead and plug this song because it makes so much sense. Uh, that is obviously my name is Jonas by Weezer. Um, yeah, because <laughs> all right, yeah, my name is um, Jonas, brothers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they actually cover it and say our name is Jonas. Yeah, no, they, no, they don't do that. But uh, yeah, great I mean, song, great. Song. Yeah, one of the great opening tracks of a '90s indie album for sure. Uh, just a great, yeah, a great intro to a band that was. In the right place at the right time. I love I love that whole idea of the now the album naming convention because it, it of the blue album, right? Yeah. Like that's Weezer's essentially self-titled, but everybody calls it the blue album. Mm -hmm. But like when you had a CD collection, what we did was we put them on racks, right? Yeah. We yeah. put them next to each other, either horizontally or vertically. Or if your dad was some type of a carpenter, you might have a, a different <laughs> system. But like you'd be like, that's Weezer. The album is blue. It's the yep. blue album. Yep. And exactly. uh, it was kind of just a really fun way to name that. And yep. uh, I think that album is absolutely quintessential. Whatever way you feel about Weezer, they absolutely blew their creative wad on the blue album. And, and then and Pickerton. And then, and I was about to say, and then, you <laughs> <Okay>. motherfuckers. <laughs> and then what they did was they dug even deeper and got so much more Baroque and esoteric with Pinkerton. Mm -hmm. And and they're like, oh, you like you guys like us? Then you'll like our most, well, the, the, the lead singer. Uh, Rivers Cuomo. Rivers Gamojo. <laughs> he, and then he, he, he was like, his songwriting basically turned into like, very biographic autobiographical and he got into like tell, telling these you know his songs became telling these stories about stuff that had happened in his life and like it was a lot of you had to be there but like th for a lot of us the songs really hit but for the rest of the world they did not like pinkerton but for me i think pinkerton is their best and most impressive album but still you got to go back to blue you got to remember that my name is jonas and you got to remember the songs like in my garage and um sir those are the sweater song yeah yes yeah, no song. man yeah. fuck the fucking sweater song oh i don't know if you're on. talking about the biggest hits off that album that's, that's i never heard one. of that i never heard of it i mean even the buddy holly like the music video in happy days like that that music video is fucking amazing and it was really cool how they got buddy holly to come on the album for yeah. like a little guest set that was cool yeah. and henry winkler yeah i know it was great amazing <laughs> all right um so next recommendation uh given given our little our little hatred of some auto-tune moments on this song. I'm going to give you some good auto-tune. What are you talking uh, about? And uh, so I'm going to say Woods by Bon Iver, the closing track off of the Blood Bank EP, which is probably my favorite Bon Iver um, recording, I will say, the Blood Bank EP. And mm -hmm. yeah, uh, Woods, um, just this incredible, quiet, but building solace song of solace i guess you could say i don't know i can't quite put the words together but 
there's an amazing track right there. And then there's some a, a lot of solemnity to like and yeah. in, in, in depth and profundity. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 speaking of, you know, we talked about the simplicity of the lyrics in, the, uh, in this Jonas Brothers song. I mean, the woods or like the song woods is literally one one verse just repeated over and over again. But it's just incredible. No one writes music like Justin Vernon. And then uh, my big surprise uh, for this week, for you gentlemen, this amazing, amazing piece that I found that I am not going to recommend at all, but it just seemed way too perfect that I have to bring it up right now, is the song Waffle House Girl by Walker fucking Hayes. Oh, God damn it. I haven't heard this. Waffle House Girl, did this just come out? I have not heard this song either, but I was doing some searching last night. And uh, yeah, I searched like, I was looking up Waffle House and then it was like Waffle House Girl by Walker Hayes. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? No, not going to listen to it. Absolutely not. But- Oh, I am. I will say, since we started doing this podcast, there's been so much like, universal coincidence i mean so many of the artists that we've talked about have let's, come up in the news since let's like, get down to this yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. like there is and so like so the fact that we go from fucking y'all life by walker hayes to waffle house and then walker hayes has a song called waffle house girl like what the fuck is that like that's insane <laughs> hey walker we know you're a fan yeah. and uh, we're sorry we made fun of your song i hope you take our advice seriously about your career and and if yeah. <laughs> go raise your kids <laughs> yes son of a bitch no it's fine you know what yeah sing some songs to your kids sing them about waffles so yeah. so we got walker hayes he hears our podcast and goes i'm gonna make a waffle house girl song waffle house girl pour some syrup oh god delicious syrup pour it pour all over some my nipple. syrup oh, on me and some strawberries <laughs> too <laughs> and then so here here here's another one that i've been thinking about lately we came out with our we probably lost everybody already we we came out with our uh our episode about ed sheeran oh yeah and we were like ed sheeran is a copycat he is a advantage taker of, and in that way, he's kind of like a, a, a brilliant, but like, you know, we think he's kind of, uh, I don't know, he's not really Evil. doing a, <laughs> okay, Ryan absolutely <laughs> hated his guts. I, and I, and for me, I was just like, that's what I would do. I would fucking rip people off and get rich. And, and then Ed Sheeran goes on and wins his court case against the greedy family of Marvin Gaye who sues everybody who has a similar chord progression to his songs and wins the case and proves once and for all that he originally wrote that song. Even though in the moment on our podcast, I was like, yeah, I listened to a side-by-side and uh, he it's a ripoff. He totally stole it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, third thing, guys, our other song which was, oh, I think I love you or whatever it's called. Like, yeah, I'm in love, I'm with, in love you. with you. I'm in love yeah. with you. We do. I'm in love with you. Yeah. We boost Maddie Healy's star and shoot it right into the sky so that Taylor Swift can look up in there and say, whoa, who's that big eared mouse spy? I want to, I want to meet him. Well, but even before that, we shoot the star up in the sky and he salutes it. 
Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> that part I I don't want to take any credit for that on the <laughs> He he was he he did that ill-timed yeah. Nazi salute. If there is such a thing as a well-timed Nazi salute, I don't think there is, but yeah. No. So he 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 has had his series of gaffes, but after our after he was on our podcast that we talked about him, all of a sudden Taylor Swift wants to date him. So, guys, we are taste makers and star makers. We got juice. Hell yeah. It's amazing. Or at least we have a monkey's paw that if you're on this podcast, something good's going to happen to you. Uh, truly. Oh, man. Does that mean Guns N' Roses is making a comeback? Oh, shit. Yeah. What have we done? No, it means that uh, Axl Rose is going to go to his doctor and he's like, well, his doctor's going to be like, well, the test came back negative. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have gonorrhea syphilitis anymore. Hooray! <laughs> yeah. right. Hey, thanks. You hate to hear it. So, uh, Brian, you got some recommendations for us, bud? I, I, I'm not going to waste everyone's time with my bad uh, music, but uh, but there is someone that I found that I am really enjoying right now, and that is Christine and the Queens out of mm. France. And Christine is, uh, his pronoun is he. So this is a, a person that you might consider trans, although they don't consider themselves trans. He considers himself a he. And it is kind of a, a French trip op, very like kind of zero seven vibes. If you guys remember that zero seven album like that came out like, I don't know, like 2000. It's just really cool trip hop, just very interesting lyrics. And um, his song is called well, the band song, Christine and the Queens, is called Tears Can Be So Soft. And I put this on and I was just absolutely just teleported. And I watched I watched the the band's video and it was friggin' amazing. Learned a little bit more about Christine and he seems just like a very like cool, important person and in, in the French trans community and just someone that just stands up for different types of like sexual identities and and uh kind of is a boundary pusher and but also the music is great so you probably have not given it a listen because it's french trip hop but christine and the queens so check it out hell yeah i got it queued up right now after uh we we kicked this off how about you ryan i'll keep it real simple this is a band that we all covered at my brother's wedding oh yeah uh, under the moniker milk sonic but the real band's name is silk sonic and their song is skate it has the same kind of mm. syncopated, great beat between the drummer and the bass player, and all their vocals are just 100% tip-top, the yeah. best. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's another feel-good hit of the summer. You're going to love it. You got Bruno Mars. You got the you got ama- amazing- Anderson Pack. Mus- you got- Anderson Pack. You got amazing musicianship just all throughout. Yeah. It, it is my my fave. I'll, I'll, I will actually actively put that song on. Yeah, um, yeah, I I got this one on wax. It just sounds amazing. Heck yeah, love it, love it. All right, well, that is it for us tonight. But of course, oh yeah, do we have a quiz for next time? Who's up next? No, no, I'm not doing the no. quiz. It's going to be right. a surprise. Ooh, another surprise. I love it. I love it. I love it. Don't forget, you can always get in touch with us on Twitter at yhthi podcast or send us a question at yhthi.podcast at gmail.com we are also on instagram and yeah we're just having a good time we'd love to hear from you hear what songs are really getting stuck in your craw these days and uh yeah drop us a line tell us what's up 
And I will add to that that the t-shirt contest that uh, I, I, that I want to do, if you can show us over social media or that that's or just through an email or whatever that you've done something to promote the podcast, make other people listen to it, do whatever to just get us out there. We are going to have a t-shirt and you are going to get one if you win that contest. All you got to do, prove to us that you, in some way that you have promoted the podcast and the one that we decide wins will get the, get the, get the t-shirt and you also get to pick a song in place of me. So I'm not going to pick another country shit kicker. <laughs> nonsense garbage <laughs> song I'll, I will choose your song and we'll talk about that yeah bars real low folks I mean hell just comment and retweet one of our latest uh, posts love it love it love it love it alright well that is all for tonight then thank you so much for coming by everyone and I'm Andrew I'm Brian and I'm Ryan enjoy your glutinous waffles y'all dripping with syrup hot buttery waffles on a white plate dripping all over your beard god damn it's so creepy <laughs>